0: You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben-Amin and Tatiana Keane jones For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack.
1: For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash
2: forallnerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle.
0: And what's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the Four All nerd Show—the voice of the urban geek. The podcast where we discuss geek culture, according to people of color. You see the color shining today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as always, it's your boy DJ Ben Amin, aka Halal Jordan, Charlie Brownish. Lightwork Igami, Ben Grin, Toss a Coin to your Ninja, (laughs) Doctor Who's Man Is This, this, here in the spaceship tonight, (laughs) and as always, I'm joined by
1: Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Gucci Mane DeLorean, Lambo Calrissian, Beretta Scott King, Sean Jean-Luc Picard, and the Ting of the North.
0: Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and we are back. Thank you for joining us. Thank you once again to everybody, all of our new listeners. You know, the growth of the For All Nerd Show has been tremendous over the last few weeks, months, years, whatever you want to call it, and it's been beautiful to see. So thank you to everybody. Once again, this is For All Nerd Show. I know a lot of people are here from our views from the 616 show where... It's coming down to the end, folks. We are just over on views <laughs> from the 616. We are discussing WandaVision right now. And this yeah. Friday is the finale.
1: Big finale. It's been a wild journey and 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 uh, one with una- and unexpected happiness. Like we knew it was gonna be a good time, but we didn't realize how good of a time and mm-hmm. how well the show is gonna be you know written and acted and all that stuff. Like we we at least me we trust Marvel but you never really know what you're gonna get especially with okay. something this is a new approach for them when it comes to the TV show. so um I I've had a blast thus far I'm I know we're gonna continue to have a blast because we get we get a little bit of a break and then we go right into the Falcon and Winter Soldier so um but but it's, as far as as WandaVision is concerned I want to just thank everybody who's been riding with us everyone who's discovered us even if you're late that's alright just go back and listen to the previous episodes you can do that. Or you can go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash forallnerdstv, because all of our review episodes are there as well. Every episode from episode one through seven, and soon, uh, one through eight now, and soon episode nine, which is the finale episode. Damn.
0: (sighs) Yeah. We've we've done
1: a lot in a short period of time.
0: (laughs) In a short period of time. Yeah, it's been, we did basically, uh, we did the first two episodes on one episode, then we did... At one episode per episode of Views from the 616. You can also follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, Views from 616, the number 616. Yes. And you should already be following us at 4 Nerds on all social medias and all that. Make sure you're subscribed on all the various platforms out there, SoundCloud, iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, Spotify. It don't matter. Wherever you listen to podcasts, just find All Nerds, hit that follow button. And thank you so much. But yeah, It has been a wild ride. Like, just one, it's just like when we did uh, Safe Negro Pod, when we did mm-hmm. Castle Black. Like, the reaction from the listeners, from everyone who's been discovering us, who's been like, yo, y'all are thorough as hell. And then just everyone coming at us with all their theories, all their ideas. That's everyone fun. mad at me right now because I'm rolling <laughs> Team Hayward because, right now.
1: Because you, okay, where's my koofy? Maybe, maybe Luna could put the kufi cool on me. I don't know. But you are allowing yourself you're allowing your are you allowing the coon chip to activate?
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> as, no,
1: you, you you're, you're listen, no, but but no. Ben I mean is is defending Hayward, Wayward Hayward, but he has some actually really good points. Yes. So uh you gotta listen you gotta listen to views from the six one six to understand.
0: Wanda to match him off as a terrorist. You know, it's
1: activating Ben. I mean. activating. no, no, no. But... no, no. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm just playing. But yeah, uh, you no. Know, ben Ami has some has some questionable views when mm-hmm. it comes to this. But I also agree with him in some ways too. So mm. again, make sure you are subs- you are following us and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. So you have to subscribe or follow whatever it's called depending on what you're on to for all nerds. That's how you get access to views from 616 podcast and as we said all of our recaps and discussions and easter egg hunts and all that regarding wandavision and also all the future mcu projects
0: Mm -hmm. because uh winter soldier black widow coming up loki (laughs) what if miss marvel eternals and spider-man are all this year (laughs) yo silly i think hawkeye too (laughs) Wow! Yeah, Hawkeye too. I think. Jeez, for real. Well, I don't
1: like him. So. Whatever.
0: Oof. But oof. Yeah, but I see, don't. you you ain't like Vision and Wanda, and and then you know.
1: No, that's different. Yeah, that's different. I said I, I didn't like them. I I liked them individually. I didn't. Yes. I didn't agree with the at, at first, and this was years ago. I didn't agree with their relationship, but now mm-hmm. I'm all in. That's that's cool. Yeah. Hawkeye, I don't like that nigga.
0: But now we got Kate Bishop.
1: I do like Kate Bishop.
0: I love me some Kate Bishop.
1: I, I fucks with Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop like, is a dope-ass character. I don't fuck with Black, I, I don't fucks with Black Widow. Don't talk to me about that. Don't at me. If you at me, I'm going to ignore yeah, you. Yeah,
0: but they got the new Black Widow now. Okay. Replacement Black Widow.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you notice, if you are watching us on Twitch, as you absolutely should be, or at least on the YouTube, if you're not watching live, but twitch.tv slash 4 Nerds, you would notice Ben, I mean, I look like Tia and Tamara because... <laughs> We're wearing our fire new merch. Thank you, Sketch Sawyer, for this exclusive. This is not hyperbole. This is literally exclusive design that you can only get on the For All Nerds T Public page. tpubliccom stores slash for all nerds. Look at this beautiful. This is this is Storm with the Mohawk on a motorbike. Um, I don't know what kind of motorcycle this is, but but, but Sketch Sawyer actually um he has a lot of amazing designs. He's 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 placed um like uh, Miss Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel, and a couple other people. Um he, he has just just beautiful versions or, or or depictions of them along with like a, a unique motorcycle. So as I said, make sure if you want your own, as Benami has it on his beautiful pink T-shirt, I have it on a black crew neck. You can get it pretty much on any, almost every color on any type of shirt, T-shirt, regular T-shirt, heavy T-shirt, crew neck, hoodie. You can also get it on items. Um, you can get all of our designs on actual like things like phone cases. Books, notebooks. Ben Amin has the Nawi notebook, which is super special edition, limited, because you can't even get that shit no more. Uh, but you can get
0: a Storm notebook, <laughs> You can definitely get the Fire Storm notebook. It looks good. You can get, can get fire fire it, uh, yes. can get
1: it on, on a pillow, and you can actually see exactly what the design is going to look like on these products. You can mm. get it on a tote bag. You get mad stickers. Everything you want is there. Also, important note, if you are part of our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/forallnerds. You get a special discount code that works on everything that's full price. Can't say it here because it's only for the for the Patreon fan fam. So make sure that if you haven't seen that discount code, you log in, go get your discount code. You can get whatever merch you like, and of course, we're still gonna be coming out with new designs as we go along. Um, I- Hey, if you want to even design something for us, holler at us. We'll talk yeah. to you.
0: We actually might have a little contest or something. You know, we oh uh,
1: yeah, you saw that, Ben. Yeah. yeah, we 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 might got a we might got a contest or something on the way. So yeah, you know.
0: It, but it, it, yeah, real quick, real big shout out to the homie Steph Sawyer for designing this shirt. I just got mine in the mail today from T Public, and it's so beautiful. The bike is purple. That purple. That purple. Storm you. with the mohawk looking dope. So. Make sure you go to our store, tpublic.com slash store slash for all nerds. And then also head over to Sketch Sawyer. That's Sketch Sawyer, dot com and check out all the rest of my man's work. He has a comic book called Butcher Queen, which mm. is fire. He's got his other uh, women with motorcycle art. He's got a book of that where you can cop. So enough stuff. Make sure you go check out his whole line over at step and thank you once again to this, this shirt i'm about to i'm gonna order a notebook i'm gonna get some stickers you know
1: from, yeah he's gonna do down. the whole the whole product run
0: yeah you know how i do
1: right and and as usual well now usual we're telling you if you see some fire merch especially like the the little as i call him little vision vert if you see some fire merch on our store buy it we're telling you now to get it while you can because we never know when or if T Public might pull one of our designs because somebody's hating.
0: Somebody else will pull. Okay,
1: well, somebody yeah. else. The, the DMCA is hating, yeah. so uh just, just, just again, if you see it and you're kind of thinking about you, like, oh, I'm not sure, you, you might just want to get it right away. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Uh anything else, Ben? Before we go into, I just want to get everyone prepared for what, what we're about to talk to or who we're about to mm. talk to.
0: Yeah, that, that's also, you know, some hot heat but like you said make sure you are watching us uh, twitch.tv slash for all nerds every Monday and Thursday at 1pm we broadcast live Monday is our MCU wrap up and uh whatever else that turns into and Thursday is our you know the regular live show that you're listening to and watching properly right now you know right. say what up make sure you hit follow hit subscribe if you feeling you know froggy like that jump and you know About time for this interview, though, because people are feeling real froggy out here on these internets, boy. People jumping into these streets want to get smacked by a car. Hi, I'm Professor Brandon Obunu, a scientist who studies genetics and epidemics, and when I'm not doing long division, I'm listening to For All Nerds.
1: Hey, yo, this is Danny Lore, and this is Vida Ayala, and we are Twin Twin Speaks. Speaks. And when we are not writing Iron Heart or James Bond, we are listening to For All Nerds.
3: Hi, my name is Genevieve King, and I play Jackie Veda on Netflix's Lock and Key. When I'm not cooking up new recipes in my kitchen, then I'm listening to For All Nerds.
4: Hey, everybody! This is Peter Ramsey. I am the director of Rise of the Guardians and one of the directors of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I like to listen to For All Nerds with Tatiana and the great ben mean.
1: Hey, this is Hiro Karangawa, actor and playwright. And you are listening
2: to For All Nerds all the way.
1: Hi, this is Lexi Alexander, and I'm a filmmaker and a writer. And when I'm not playing with my vintage toys and feeding myself and my dog, then I'm listening to For All Nerds.
0: Hey, what's up? This is Ato Asado, and when I'm not on television and movie sets, I am listening to For All Nerds.
1: we always have our ears to the street for any news and controversy that affects the world of fandom. And today we have a couple of special guests because there is some important matters happening and you know we always want to keep you informed um, especially when it affects people of color and especially considering it's International Women's Month, this really really affects women uh, and women in comics. And we're actually talking to a couple of folks from Women in Comics Collective and these folks actually include A very good friend of the show. Her name is Regine Sawyer, who is the founder of the Women in Comics. And we're also joined by Alice Mechi Lee, who is on the Wednesday Advisory Board. So thank you both for coming. Really appreciate your time. Um, I know there's a lot going on. Could be very stressful. So we're not here to cause more stress. We're just here to get to the bottom of exactly is what is going on, because there's a lot of word. There's a lot of word on social media about... And maybe even a lot of confusion. So before we get into the, the nitty-gritty of that, just for our listeners, can you just please introduce yourselves and, and explain to us what is Women in Comics? What is Win-C?
2: Okay, so um, I'm Regine. I am the coordinator and founder of Women in Comics Collective International, WINK for short. I know when you see the WIN and you see the C, you like, wait, what is it? Yeah. Wince? Is it Win-C? <laughs> it's WINK. Um, one of our, our, our founding members, Jody Tom coined it, and we've been around for about nine years. We host events, uh, around the country, they're professional and educational events. We're about uplifting the community as a whole, but especially, um, the community for women and marginalized gendered people. Mm. And that's what we do. I'm also a writer and publisher at Lock It Down Productions.
1: Excellent. Um, and and we, we've mentioned that you actually have a few wor- stuff out in the world now for DC. I mean, you've been doing this for years and years, but most recently you have um, a couple of things out, some projects out with DC Comics.
0: Yes, me too. And they were right. sold out too. I went by Anyone Comics and I could not find it.
1: Hey, hey. Well, <laughs> so. we're, gonna t- we're definitely going to talk more about your work. Um, also, Alice, can you just please share um, your involvement on the advisory board and, and how you factor
3: into this? Yeah, I've been a member of Wink for many years now. I kind of lost count as to how long I've been a part of it. But, you know, I've been a part of a lot of panels, a lot of um, the conventions. And I am very excited to be a member of the advisory board now that we finally have one. And I am here to do um, what it takes to support women in comics.
1: Absolutely. And and Regine, can you just give us a, a brief overview of how Wink came about? Like you just one day woke up and said, let's make a collective. Like wh- where did this come from?
2: Well, it actually started and this leads us into the larger story. So this is great. Um, it started when I was asked to do a women in comics panel. I Was asked to moderate um, Ray Felix, who is um, the, the founder and organizer of Bronx Heroes Comic Con, asked me to have this women in comics panel at his show. Mm-hmm. So, um, That's what we did. We gathered um, several women, more than several. We had eight women on the panel. This is back in uh, 2012. And people really loved the panel. Um, So did the panelists. And the reason why is because a lot of times during that time, you didn't see a lot of women in comics panels, especially with specifically with um, women of color on panel. Mm -hmm. So I want to preface that. So you would see them around the country, but you didn't see a whole panel of women of color. And that's what we had. And that's what we had. Um, so afterwards, um, some of the panelists and I were talking about possibly doing more things. And one panelist in particular, um, Aletha E. Martinez, she had been in the industry at the time for mm-hmm. 13 years. Um, she had a wealth of of work and is, I mean, her, her career is incredible. She's in the industry 20 years at this, at this point.
1: Yeah, she's um, a legend. And
2: and she had mentioned that, you know, I never get invited to these things. I never get invited to to panels and events and such. And that were really, like hurt my heart when she when she said that. And I just said to her, I was like, well, we definitely, we, we need to do more things. So from there, um, um, Ray had like a lot of art events in the Bronx at that time. And he invited us several times to come and do um, um, art shows. And so yeah. we did them. We did them. We, uh, I co-curated them and it was wonderful because the 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 members they 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 participated wholeheartedly you know i ran around and picked up art other members dropped up art we would have um we would have like little panel discussion, socials, we'd all bring liquor, we'd all bring food. Like it was just, I mean, there was one time, I don't know how, I don't know how anybody just did not walk out of there stumbling. We probably did have a few <laughs> because uh, it, no, there was open bar. Everybody brought yeah. liquor, but only maybe like two people bought food. So so this group, well,
1: this is not a stuffy group. This is a group as, uh, of like-minded people who want to build a family.
2: Exactly. And that's yeah. what we had. So as we went along, more people became aware of us. Um, and we started doing panels at other shows. Um, we started doing, um, we were asked to do workshops at one point. I had never done a workshop before, just like I had never done an art show. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I figured it out and we did that. And around 2015, um, Ray had mentioned that, you know, he didn't want to do Bronx Heroes Con at the time. Um, at least for 2015, he kind of wanted to put on hiatus. He wanted to concentrate on other things. Um, he kind of felt like like some of the folks that usually come to his shows really, you know, he wasn't really feeling them. And he kind of wanted to partner with a, a group of, of women because we kind of like we we make people feel safe. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. you know, we feel safe and others feel safe. So whether you're a man, you're a woman, you're non-binary, you know, whatever your gender, folks always feel welcome with us. So we said, you know, why don't, why don't you do a Women in Comics Con? You know, I can help you. And I said, I don't know about that. That's a lot of work and he said no no i can help you and i said i don't know so he asked me a couple of times before i finally said okay you know let's do it so at the time he had already had had the funding because he usually got funding for the events that he did during the year and he had a space already set up he had the Bronx library and so we had the show we got it together in a month Mm. we got the show together in a month um he led point on that and i i did like like some of the scheduling and I, I host, I host, I think two panels, two workshops, like it was arduous, Um, but it was, it was a great show. And then from there, um, on 26 in 2016, I mm-hmm. took lead management on that from 2016 to 2019. Okay. Um, and we had a, we had a, we had a really, really, really good run. Um, it was a wonderful convention, but outside of that, we started doing so much more like by 2015, by 2015, we had already done a New York Comic Con panel. We had already done um, events across the country. We had um, like library events in, at San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. So we were just this budgeting, budgeting group. And so there yeah. was just much happening going so,
3: on. So, Regine, can we rewind a little bit? Because the con is only a small part of what Wink does. Can we talk a little bit yeah. more about the origin story of Wink International, period, and how you formed it to deal with? you know, um, making a space for women in the industry and what motivated you to do that?
1: Yeah, it's very good. It's actually my next question because I, I, I'm, I'm curious to know, you know, besides that, that I, what does, uh, you know, in terms of being supportive to other women creators and creators of color, what is Wincy doing or Wink doing?
2: Well, what we've always done was put folks on panels. That was a big thing. It was getting, getting folks expo- exposed so that mm-hmm. people could see that women of color mm-hmm. Um, specifically um, are in this industry and do phenomenal work and should be hired. So we started with the panels at first. And again, the purpose was to get exposure. Okay. So as we did more and more panels, more, not only did were people exposed, but they also got work. They got work from companies who would ordinarily not see them um, because also in the beginning, for women in general, especially for women of color, we often didn't, don't feel comfortable going out in public spaces, especially in the art space. And that was that was one of the things that a lot of the members said initially. Like, I don't like going to cons. Like, people are not used yeah. to seeing women on the floor. Like, it's it can be very abusive. It can be very scary. Like, I, some folks didn't even want to go to do book signings because someone would come up and be like, you're a woman? Like, we didn't realize, like, well, my my name is on the... Oh. <laughs> the cover mm-hmm. and you didn't real, you know, you didn't mm-hmm. possibly presume. So, uh, so the whole thing was to, was to make sure that folks knew that we weren't an anomaly within okay. the comic book industry and also to make, um, us feel safe. So we sort of brought our safety with us as we created these panels at these various shows, um, in the sense that as people saw us, got used to us, um, not only because not only would we have a panel, we would usually have some type of party so people could come to the party and and meet us and chill with us and so forth and just get used to seeing melanin.
1: So so mm-hmm. networking and community. Yes, of networking, color.
2: Yeah. networking and, and community. So yeah, folks yeah. knew that folks that looked like them existed. As well as for the white folks to see, yeah, we we're here, <laughs> we're not going anywhere. We've always been the industry, uh, you know. It's, this is not brand new. Is this is just we're coming outside, and you, <laughs> and you can, and you can actually see us. So that's that's that is what my my desire always was, right. just for it to, to be not uh, not not normal to see right. people that were not white. And cis male in the industry.
3: Um,
1: Alice, did you want to add more about the international aspect of it that you just mentioned?
3: Yeah, I just wanted to clarify that the subject at hand here um, that is under hot debate right now is Ree Felix's claim over women in comics convention. But he is somewhat extending that claim to Wink International, too, even though he has sent out a recording where he has self admittedly um called himself the co-founder of women comics con and not wink international
1: let me so, pause you so, let me pause you just for a second yeah let me pause you just for a second so we can we can gather our understanding
0: yeah help me out here
1: so Regine, or, or i'll say you Regine. we'll start with you 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 You're the one who would go to these panels, like when you were by yourself at the very beginning. You would go to these panels. You you would try to create some safe spaces, but you 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 know it wasn't anything that was fully formed yet. Ray came up to you, said, "Hey, why don't you create this space?" Is that correct? Did he give you this idea and say, "Hey, let's create this space," and or why don't you take over this space? Or is this something that?
2: No, by, t- we started in 2012 and by 2015, we had our own collective.
1: So this is something you yeah. self-started yeah. and w- had already together. Yeah. And then we, meeting, we meeting, and then meeting Ray, he was just the one that just said, Hey, why don't you come do it in a, in a convention? Yep. Okay. So that was, cause I, cause what I'm trying to do is really pinpoint and, and separate where, what Ray's role in all this and, 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 um, I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to talk about ownership. But yeah, I just no, wanna, no. want to express to everyone. And so there's clear points. So since 2012, this was a concept you've already been working on. You've already had this. Uh, I'm going to call it because it's collective. You already had things going on with this. Ray entered the picture, said, hey, why don't you guys come come do my convention? Why don't you expand this to the conventions? You first said, was like, I'm not sure. But then you was like, yeah, let's do it. And now up until this point, up until 2021, that was all good. Is that correct?
2: basically basically i mean we did do the first panel at bronx heroes and we did do do some events um with him in terms of the art shows but we did much more outside of that um so so it wasn't just us just working with with him and with his with his different art events yeah we also did other other panels
1: okay he was just someone who said hey why don't you do my stuff but you were already in the midst of that anyway
2: we were we were okay. but we were co-collaborators co- in that sense like we did co okay. co-curate the art shows and then we co-created the convention
1: the bronx comic-con
2: yeah um no bronx heroes is his it's that
1: bronx heroes is his own own thing okay yes mm-hmm. it's
2: completely separate it's his it's his company women in comics con was was co-created by us we were co-organizers of that show
0: and then Women in Comets International is
2: that's a whole all. separate entity? Is that something yes? It's a whole different entity. It's an it's the organization. So the organization we do we do other events, we mm-hmm. host other 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 things. We do workshops, we do panel discussions, you know, we do we've done other art shows outside of the ones that we did in the Bronx. Um you know, we, we help, we help, um, members brand themselves. We help them market themselves simply by just being on panels and simply mm-hmm. just by them doing workshops. Cause sometimes we get, we get, um, different partnerships, like we partner with the Brooklyn library, for example, and we would send, um, um, members to do workshops for, for kids. Um, we did that for about two years and we've had similar partnerships, um, with other organizations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're we're a big old community organization with members across the world and we do we do a lot of stuff with a lot of folks. Okay. Okay,
0: so uh let me ask this question then. Cause for those I know a lot of people, a lot of our listeners, a lot of people out there don't know exactly what is going on right now yeah, with yeah. Ray, with this guy Ray and let Women Economists in International. So like what is the what is his claim and what's the current situation or right. what, what's been happening? What's, you know. Before you answer
1: that, I, I just want to read this email that set it all off. This was okay. February 22nd. I'm not going to read the whole email, but that's the, the main part.
2: Wait, that's not what set it off. Oh, well, oh. what set it off?
1: Oh, okay. Well, let, 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 let's start there. What what? So something happened prior to the, the February 22nd email.
2: Yes. What okay. happened was he sent me a cease and desist on February 9th. Wow, you, yes, and you wait,
0: wait, wait, slow down, like no, like one day y'all are chilling doing shit together, and then one day you get a cease and desist letter,
1: right. Was there any indicators prior?
2: no, except except a gut feeling,
0: Ooh, mm. ain't that the worst, don't you always know it
2: I'm very i'm very I'm very intu- I'm very intuitive, mm, been there and done that, oh. I'm very intuitive,, yeah. so um, no, I received a cease and desist on February ninth of this year. Of this, yes, 2021, this only, okay. only a few weeks ago, hmm. and um, it's it stated that I had 30 days to take down the Women in Comics logo. Um, yes, and <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, I'd be I'd be sued, or I had the option of buying him out. And wow.
3: this, this is funny because I was <sighs> doing Twitter detective work, and yeah, of course the, you were. <laughs> Some, some people on Twitter pointed out, a, ha, had a very good point that he put in a trademark for the phrase women in comics, but it hasn't even been approved or even looked mm. at yet. So how is he trying to, to send a cease and desist on a claim that isn't even legal yet? You know? Well,
2: here's the thing. Here's the thing. I didn't know that that was put in until after I received this cease and desist. So after I read the cease and desist, um, one of our members um, had called me and she saw that the Women in Comics logo, he had been posting that he was doing a Women in Comics Con in the Bronx, had an R next to it. Wow. And I said it has an R. So I went on the website and saw that he trademarked the term Women in Comics for conventions, awards, trade shows, and merchandise. So, so- that's how I found out. Mm. So let's
1: let's 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 sew all this together Man. so as we said from 2012 you've had this entity that of course has expanded along the way it be, you know became women comics in in comics international um you around 2015 that's when you, you you collaborated with him on the women in comics convention but that was the extent of the relationship the role it was a more collaborative role This is something you've started a long time ago. And of course, you've had various people, uh, you know, join on to help as we have Alice here, who's on the advisory board. There was no indicator. There was no conversation, no anything for all these years. And then on February 9th of 20, well, you find out that as of February 9th, 2021, uh, Ray Felix claimed legal ownership of women in comics. And there is a pending uh, trademark number right now. Well, excuse me, he he. Uh, it looks like even before that. So he claimed legal ownership of women in comics at the, you know, at the trademark office as of November 23rd, 2020.
2: Yes, my brother's birthday. And I had spoken to Ray the 22nd. And he gave no indicator that that that's what he was doing. So the 23rd, the next day on my brother's birthday, he he filed for this.
1: So this filing happened in November. You get told in February, no, November of 2020. In February 2021, you are are become aware. Yes. Um, maybe needless to say, what was your first reaction? <laughs> I would be I would as my friend from Florida would say, there would be some smoke in the city. I would tear the whole fucking shit down, everything's getting burned to the ground.
2: How I- did you feel? I was livid. I was absolutely livid. Um, and what made me so livid was not so much um, as much the, the sting for me, but I was thinking that, okay, so here is a cis man that is trademarking the term women in comics. So now there's no other women in comics organization or women in comics like event or panel at a convention that can use the term women in comics, like they can be sued. They can be sued for this term or, or be sent cease and desist mm-hmm. for a term that belongs to the community.
1: I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this. Why wasn't the term trademarked prior?
2: I would never trademark that term.
1: Mm, no one that, should trademark
2: that. that term because it's colonizing. That. it's colonizing. It's colonizing. It's coveting. That term belongs to a longstanding standing um, commu- community. It, it's used to galvanize that community. Women in comics is a term that's been used for fifty plus years. Mm. You know, in order to uplift women working in the comic book industry. I would never do that. And he, over the years, would ask me like, "Oh, you don't want to trademark it? You should trademark it." No. And I would tell him no. Like, no, so many people have, have, have used that term. I said, that's so, that's so despicable. (laughs) That's what I, what I said to him. I was like, absolutely not. And here, and he went and he, and he did that. And all I can think about is the other women. Like if this does go through that, that, that will, can't use it or will be loathed to use it, Mm. you know? He's been saying online, like, oh, you know, I, I did it for the community. That's why I trademarked it. You know, I'm doing the, the Women at Comics Con now. So, you know, that 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 term, that, that trademark belongs to the women that are going to be helping me organize a convention. Like, this is one of the things that he's saying. And I'm like, it doesn't work <laughs> that way. If it worked that way, then those persons' names would at least be on the trademark with you. Those names are not on the trademark with you, you know? So... So for me, it feels like it was initially an attack on me, but then that affects millions. (laughs) You know, I don't want to exaggerate, but millions across the country, but also (laughs) also internationally, also internationally, those are the implications of it. Even if he never sues anybody or goes after anybody, those are the implications of doing that.
3: Here's the issue. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Alice. Uh, But also, like, good luck on him getting it like approved in the first place because it's so generic and uh, again, like, yeah. it's owned by the, the entire culture. So yeah, yeah. Th- it it just seems like he doesn't have any case whatsoever.
1: Now he's trademarking the term itself or the branding behind it. Like, what is what is he trying to take ownership of? Because I because I think people need to also understand what what trademarking actually does and what the point of it is.
2: He more so is trademarking the term because he did upload like the bare bones women in comics logo that we had. Your logo. Yes. <laughs> the original logo that that we had. Um and that logo is one that he did he did initially put together. The font is from online. It's a free font.
1: Okay. And he,
2: originally he put um the artwork of like Marvel and DC. And I said, those are licensed characters. You have to take those yeah. that out of it. Like we're gonna yeah. get sued. And so from there, I got some artwork from other members and sent it to him. And then he he put in what we all know as the the standard women in comics logo. And then he put Bronx Heroes slash Lock It Down, on top. Um,
1: and Lock It Down is your your production company. Is, or- is my yeah is
2: my is my brand. Mm-hmm. So and then over the past uh, about five or six months, I've been, I had been taking off the Bronx heroes and lock it down because I just felt like it was coveting. and just felt like, you know, this, this isn't just belong to two people, like two people aren't gatekeepers of this movement. So I started taking it down because again, he gave me this logo. He said, here, this is yours. You can have that. That's for you. Those were his exact words back in 2013. Okay. I, I remember dates and I, I, you know, I keep receipts. So like, so that's what was said. You know, and I've been using it accordingly over the past eight years. As such, using it for whatever women in comics, international collective internationals needs have been.
0: I've got a question, and I mean no disrespect to you know, I mean I mean actually I probably do mean all disrespect, but <laughs> yes. like how struggle is this man? Because something that I've noticed in my interactions with men is that when they are struggling in their own lives and when they have nothing going for them, they resort to ploys like this to uh, attempt to get something for themselves.
3: I am so glad you brought that up.
0: (laughs) I've been through a similar situation and it involves a struggle-ass man, you know, to say the least. Let me say it like that, you know, and that's all we'll say on that. You know. Yeah. I know a struggle-ass mom when I see one.
3: <laughs> I'd like to point out that I, I also think that this is a part of a pattern of behavior that Facts. he has exhibited. <laughs> you know, and there is records to back this up that he has he has shown that he's been litigious before with very little evidence to back himself up. Like he is currently um in a legal fight with DC Comics over <laughs> a character he created called Punchline, which is basically like a Harley Quinn ripoff. And now that DC has released another character that's another one of Joker's girlfriends named Punchline, he thinks that DC ripped him off.
0: Wow! Even
3: though they look nothing alike and even though it's so such an obvious idea, like, yeah. oh, a Joker's like clown girlfriend might be sure. named Punchline. Punchline. Like, no one could think of that. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, he's been he's been complaining about this lawsuit with dc or this this copyright infringement issue with dc for years playing the victim saying that like complaining about his trademark being infringed on and then he goes and turns around and infringes on his friend's trademark i mean come on like Stealing, stealing the women in comics trademark from Regine, who, who opted not to trademark it herself because of all those, you know, uh, selfless reasons, honestly. So he it, it just it seems to me that his lacking in power in these spheres definitely is contributing to him trying to grab power in this mm-hmm. other sphere and grab power from women, um, mm. which, again. I mentioned a recording before that he posted. So let me give you some context around that. Yes, please. He, when all this came out, he put about a dozen women that he assumed were members of Wink into a private group chat. But not all of them are members. Like, he doesn't even know who the members are or are not. So there are a handful of women in here that aren't even members. He doesn't even know that I'm on the advisory board. Otherwise, I don't think he would have put me on that chat.
1: <laughs> oh, wait. So he created a private chat to try to, I guess, drum up support for himself.
3: And included what? you,
1: who is an advisory board member. But He probably had no idea your role and other people, clearly.
3: Exactly. Okay. This supposed sh- this to show how ignorant and how uninvolved he is with the f- umbrella organization of Wink. Like, he's only the co-creator of the convention, again, which I'm saying is only a fraction of what Wink does.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So he's trying to steal members from Wink into his this new organization he's trying to create under his, you know, pending trademark. And um, in this private chat, he posted a recording. I don't know, like, you remember, Days Regine, do you remember when that recording was from?
2: Yes, that was from 2019. Um I believe it was right before New York Comic Con. Okay.
3: Yeah, so in this recording he is actually saying himself, I am the co-creator of Women in Comics Con. I am not involved with Women in Comics International. But then he goes on to tell Régine how she be she should be doing this and that with the financials. She should be charging a membership fee. Like this is in the recording that he sent everyone, right? and mm-hmm. while we do charge membership fees now we didn't back then but in this group chat that he started he tried to make it a moral like standpoint that he said he will never charge membership fees for people in his women in comics group because he believes it should be you know accessible to everyone even though he was the one who gave regine the idea or started or like planted that idea to begin with
0: I just don't understand how a dude is trying to get away with this. <laughs> like,
3: I mean, it's called women in comics. So I, I
0: mean, in the days of 2021's <laughs> internet, I just don't understand. Uh-huh. Like, Fam, like, like I said, it's just the first I'm here. Like, it'll just be a tweet away. Like, fam, what a failure you are, dog. Like, what a loser. (laughs) You
1: know, I I have a question, and this is, and and I want to be very, very precise. That you know, this is not imparting blame or anything. I'm just trying to understand the the relationship between people. Um, You mentioned how, and and maybe it was spurred by this whole trademark situation. How you realize you look back and he does have a history being litigious and all this other stuff. Was he? And again, this it was from a collaborative standpoint, but was he always this person that was cool to work with? Like were there any warning signs before or anything of that nature?
2: Well, in terms of the lit- lit- litigiousness, yes. Mm. You know, for sure. Okay. For sure. Because I think a lot of us who are in the indie community, we watched as, you know, as as you know, he made claim to various to various things. And a part of us, a lot of us are like, we know that sometimes things can happen with larger companies
3: mm-hmm. where
2: things can get stolen. Like we know that that's a possibility. That absolutely so when happens. someone says it, yeah. you know, we pay attention to it when someone is very, very, feels very strongly about it. And I would speak to him about it, you know, over, you know, over the years, um, specifically, specifically, I guess Well, punchline is, I guess, on. Oh, oh, for, for about a, about a year. But over the years he had mentioned that people had stolen like characters of his and, you know, it made, you know, it made him feel like he was very angry about Mm -hmm. it and it really bothered him and so forth. So you have, I had compassion for that. Other people had compassion for that because it has happened. Um, so that was always, you know, in the, in the back of my mind, like, okay, like this can possibly switch up on me, you know, so, so. So I saw somewhere inside of my body was mentally prepared because at the same time, you know, he could be really, you know, just in general, just a cool person, a caring person. Like I, you know, I, I cared about Ray right. to whatever extent I, I, I still do, you know, cause that, 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 uh, mm. compassion is, is still there, even though I'm high key angry, I'm high key angry That's and, dripping. and I'm not, you know, I'm not doubling back on that anger. You know, it's like, it's like that anger is there and it's staying there, but you have compassion for that you know, at the possibility of someone getting their stuff stolen. So, um, it isn't until like within, within like, let's say the last two years, like specifically around the time that I, that he did call me in 2019. Um, well, actually I think I called him and then he probably called me back and then pressed record to record me. Wow.
1: So he co- recorded you secretly?
2: right? Yes. Without my knowledge. Okay. Um, and he also recorded me previously. I mean, not previously. I mean, he recorded me apparently, the last conversation I had with him, which was in early February, right before he sent the cease and desist. Um, cause he, cause uh, he's posted, well, he's posted about it, that he has a recording of me. And then he also sent oh, me an, a text message said, cause he was upset that we as an organization made a public statement. And he sent me a text message saying, you know, oh, I, 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 I knew you were going to do something like this. So I recorded you. And I recorded you and it's going to prove that, you know, you said that I I could have the logo and I could have the convention and everyone's going to know that you're a thief and a fraud.
3: But you get, you know. you're you giving him the logo and the convention. So shouldn't that be yeah, that? Like-
2: <laughs> I, I I did respond to a cease and desist and said, you know, you can you know, you can have the logo and you can have the convention because for me, it's about the organization. It's about the people. It's about the membership, like women in comics, women in comics. You know, it's beyond just panel discussions and workshops. Um, I've said this recently where it's like, you know, I don't think he's he's taken any calls from members at seven o'clock in the morning who are being stalked, stalked Mm. by 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 dudes in the industry or Mm. held a member in the bathroom crying because, you know, there's there's been an issue at her her table. I remember one year we were at a convention and some guy like we had a member that was standing on a chair and they were whoever was behind our booth, like actually knocked her down. And, like, we were, like, ready to brawl right in the middle of New York Comic-Con. Like, we will. So, 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 Wink, so
1: Wink International are also goons. Okay, got (laughs) it. Got it. Like, we
2: protect our own. We protect our own. And I think, you know, Ray has been feeling that lately. So he's really, like, kind of, like, really upset because he's been saying, like, oh, like, you know, people are coming after me on Twitter, you know, and it's, you know, it's, you know, and they they shouldn't (laughs) be. But then he's been, but he's been harassing members on Twitter that he Mm. made a spam bot. That was going after Damn members. God. One of our members, he was screenshotting what they were saying and re, re, like resharing it, and and it was members and supporters, you know. And for me, it's like you don't mess with our people. You don't mess with family, you know. That's that's what set my anger all the way to to, to ten. And I like to keep it on on the level. But once you start messing with our members, you know, a or organization of folks who are marginalized and one of the most vulnerable communities in comics as a whole you you messed up Mm -hmm. you messed up it's like no it's like no it's like now it's like now we have to you know that's when i started coming out and talking about it because on twitter i said if i say anything like it's it's, you know it's not going to be the best thing (laughs) that comes out of me so i'd rather go on shows such as we're all nerds and just say what's going on and how we feel and what our community is about
1: Right. So, I had to take a drink of water. I had to had to think about it. I had to pause myself. Um, with this being said, like, I mean, Alice made a great point. You know, this is, it's really, it's really super 50-50, maybe even lower that he would even get, get granted this trademark considering it's such a generic term. But, you know, if you are somehow able to express sufficiently specific usage and all that, maybe you can get away with it. I don't know if you all are doing anything or you're just kind of kind of hoping that it's just not going to go through. But is was Wink taking any steps against Felix at this point or against his claim or what What are you all doing? I mean, and what you're doing now is, is actually perfect, getting the word out, communicating all of this stuff. I mean, the, that email was was at least, you know, from a basic standpoint, was perfect because it, it, it the 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 flags went up. Like, wait a minute. What, what's going on here? So with that understanding, are you all taking any legal action yourselves or what else is happening?
2: Well, currently we're just making sure that our members know where we stand and, you know, who we and who we are um, right. and that and that we're not associated with him at this juncture, especially when it comes to the women in Comics Con. So that first email went out that had that had uh, our business statement saying that, you know, we're separated from our our association with him. And then mm-hmm. we had another email come out this week. I don't know if, if y'all got it, um, but we did post it on on Twitter and it and it was a, a statement of the organization again about what we stand for and what the whole situation is about. So our mm. primary focus is letting our members know that we're here, we're not going anywhere. Mm. You know, um, at the end of the day, there are other organizations that have women in comics in their name, or they have women in comics events specifically. There's yeah. several women in comics cons. They don't call themselves that, but you have Geek Girl Con, you have Ladies Con, you have WisCon. Um, um I know I'm missing somebody else but comic con so there 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 are a bunch of o- organizations that this affects directly
1: mm-hmm.
2: so so I think we're all we're all watching and looking and seeing but at the end of the day women in comics is a very generic term very very generic term so so we're going to keep an eye out I, I just, so everyone knows, I already trademarked, it was in the process, Women in Commons Collective International.
1: Okay, um, that was my, that was my question.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, I mean, that's more, that's very specific. It's very okay. specific. We want it to be specific. Again, yeah. Women in Commons is just too loosey-goosey. So that, so that process, that process is happening. And we did apply to be a, a non, a nonprofit entity in New York okay. state. So that's, that that was back in January that that was done. So in the process of that, so we are already like working on our next, our next chapter, because we're, it's, it's what matters is the, the membership. As long as they feel comfortable and safe that's all that matters to us. And this situation has brought some upheaval. So we're just letting them know, like, look, we're not gonna let nobody get at you. You know, the membership is very protective of me. Our, our, our supporters are very protective of our organization and me as well. So that's, that's what holds precedent, how we take care of each other.
1: Okay. So you are, as you mentioned, you are taking steps to protect um, women in comics international from any future. uh, I'm sorry to say, but any future grabbing attempts like this. Um, And, and so what does that mean then for, for women in comics, the convention part of it is that, as you said, you're, you're, you've made it clear that you completely separated from that. Does that mean anything he does with that has nothing to do with you all and people should, understand that those are two separate entities
2: correct so if you see bronx heroes presents women in comics that's not us that's not us um we will be we do have events like we we already we're having virtual events yeah Um, and and um in terms of conventions i mean right now i mean his intention is to have a live convention wow in person in the summer and that's not happening. No, like that's not happening. I'm not. I, I. I. I'm not doing. I'm not doing any conventions at all. San Diego Comic Con just canceled. Go ahead, Alice.
3: <laughs> I was trying to find out, find like what was his exact phrase. He said like because of like COVID, like inactivity, inactivity due yes. to COVID or something like that. As if COVID is com- now over. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. It really doesn't work. Like-
1: um. um Alice as as a person on the advisory board wh- what are your feelings like what is your what your personal views of of just kind of just everything in the aggregate and how to move forward
3: I think that that we're taking the appropriate steps now um, at first we we were just really like focusing on how to assure the members of of our, fu- of our future, like of all the positive things we have in the mix going forward. Yeah. Um, we have a magazine coming out, we have all these opportunities for members to contribute to. Okay. Um, so we were trying to keep that focus on ourselves and on that positivity. But once more things started coming out with private chats and recordings here and there, we <laughs> we decided we needed to, we the best defense is a good offense. And we needed to put our point of view out there loud and clear. And that is what we're doing right now.
1: Absolutely. And, and you know, we mentioned it briefly when we first started talking. But as you all are saying, there, there are more things coming out. There's more. There are virtual events, at least right now, in the future when things are more safe. I'm sure you'll put on the physical events again. But um, between but Regine, between both um, Women in Commons International and your own personal self, like, can you tell us more about some of the projects you're working on? Um I can't talk or, or, about or the project that I have come or the project the you've ones come that are out. out right now. The one that are out. The ones that are out and the ones that you can talk about.
2: Yeah, okay. So I did my first um short story with DC Comics. Um and that was in their oh gosh, it's the longest title ever, ever. Dark Knights <laughs> Metal Death a Death Metal Um Last 52. <laughs> Of the multiverse. I probably didn't say it properly. Forgive me, DC. I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> just look at it, Like last 52, like of the, of the multiverse and it should pop up. It's the last anthology that, that came out on December 29th. But I did a story about um, Lois, Lois Lane.
4: Okay.
2: And, um and, and an evil Lois Lane, the evil counterpart. And that was, ah. that was so much fun. <laughs> to, I,
1: I've never write. thought of an evil Lois. And and you were right. It's called Dark Knight's Death Metal, The Last 52, War of the Multiverses.
2: Okay. I, right good. One.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> you, you, you got good. it. So, so you have a story about, about Lois going heel, Lois Lane going heel, turning well, actually, heel. What else? <laughs> she,
2: well, actually, she. I mean, she meets her heel, essentially. She meets ah, her doppelganger, wow. her evil doppelganger. So That's that right. was really dope. Um, and then after that, um, I wrote a short story for the Valentine's Day uh, issue, mm-hmm. or I guess it's a it's an anthology. It was called Love of the Battlefield. And I did a short story on Big Barda and Mr. Miracle. Nice. And, and them celebrating their anniversary in a very rough and tumble way. Um, and then the other story I did was for their Represent series. And that's a, a DC digital first um, story. And I, I semi-autobiographical, um, Folks don't, a lot of folks don't know I studied to be a chef and I basically wrote about how my father reacted when I, (laughs) when I told him I wanted to be a chef, um, he was, he was a World War II vet from Alabama and he was like, we've grown past that. What are you talking about? as a people, ah. like as black folks. Like what? I mean, no, he was, I mean, in the book, I have him, I have uh, the 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 character, the father character to be a little bit more stern. But my father just said, you don't want to be a doctor or a lawyer? Mm-hmm. Like he, like, like, I said, no, daddy, I want to be cooking. a chef. <laughs> and I'm like, well, we we cooked all the time together. He and I, we cooked all the time together. I cooked all the time with my brother, with mm. my my grandmother and sometimes my mother. So it was in me. My brother is a chef. Mm. He's a retired chef. So it was, it was in me. So I wrote a short story that's loosely, not loosely, loosely based, Mm
1: -hmm. based
2: on that. Um, so yeah, those are the stories that I I had done. I also had a story with Wave Blue World last year for their maybe someday, um, anthology. And for this year, you know, there's a few other anthologies that are coming. Excellent. Thank thank, things on the calendar. Yeah. Um, I'll also be doing some more stuff with my lock it down work. So I'm excited about that too. All right. Right. So it's just, the worlds world is an oyster. We'll see where it's going to go. All right. But.
1: So, mm-hmm. so how do people, uh, how do women or, or, and also is it just for women and can people who are allies also join, whatever the term you want to use for them? How do they join women in commerce international?
2: Yes. Anybody can join Wink. It's open to whoever would like to, would like to come. Um, you can just go to the website. Um, You go to memberships, and there's a list of various memberships that are there. And we have one actually. It's called True Ally, and a True Ally uh, membership is for folks who want to pay for a membership for themselves, a pro membership, and then pay for one for somebody else that can't afford it. Oh,
1: oh okay. And and so, and what was the website that people go to?
2: Is www. Okay, and um.
1: Also, Alice, you know, I know that you're also within this space. Did you have any things that you're working on that, that you could talk about right now that you wanted to mention?
3: Yeah. So um, outside of Wink, I am an illustrator um, slash comic book artist. Mm. So I just put out a 10-page comic for Z2 Comics um, based on Beethoven's music called The Final Symphony. It has a gorgeous mm. cover by David Mack.
2: Um, mm. I just
3: also contributed... Um, a portrait of Freddie Mercury to their upcoming Freddie Mercury anthology. Um, I specifically painted him in bisexual lighting <laughs> to represent
0: the purple, uh, the purple and pink. Yep,
3: exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. What,
0: what I'm wearing right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah it just yeah. Happens. Yeah. Uh, it happens. Last
3: year, I had work that came out in the official Ghostbusters art book. Oh, um, mm, congratulations on that! Thank you. Next next or later this month i have work coming out in the official firefly art book although i did that before all the weed and stuff came out so i'm like uh, i don't know um, um oh the
0: weed and we i thought you said weed stuff i was like we no, <laughs> <Josh,
3: Josh laughs> I mean, weed Eater. and
0: firefly they got a
4: strain
3: i need to try Oh, right, right. At- they, th- there might be a strain called firefly yeah, well, I, I <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm sure i'm <laughs> sure there has to be that would be a complete oh, yeah, the, oversight if it's not. Yeah, Come the on.
0: weed and stuff in Firefly. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't, yeah, don't hold your breath.
3: <laughs> and uh, this Sunday I'm going to be appearing on Adobe Radio, which is a Washington, DC based alt rock station talking about um the finale to WandaVision.
4: Oh excellent.
3: Dope. Very good. Uh, now, for those who are going to
1: join, because I know for, for after this interview, people are going to want to join Women in Comics Collective uh, International. Um, what are they going to get when they become a member? What not get, but also what are what are what are they going to be, become a part of?
2: Well, they're going to become a part of a family and a community of 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 loving people who are here to to support and protect. Um we also um during this covid time, um we have a lot of discounts for members. So we have members uh, we have discounts from from for art supplies. We have um discounts on wellness memberships. Um we also do a full resource link page that's updated um, biweekly that has grant information, Mm -hmm. has law information. We also also have a law membership um, um, partnership that we have where they can get law services at a very, very discounted price. Um, We have resources for, for gender equity, racial equality, like the the whole gamut. I feel like I'm putting stuff up there every five minutes. It's like I just want everyone to have everything they can they can they can get out of this industry. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then in
1: this is and, and industry specifically within comics and graphic novels and
2: everything. Multimedia, transmedia, whatever whatever's whatever they Excellent. need, we're gonna get it for you. We'll do our best.
1: Excellent. Well please before we go, please uh, both Alice and Regine, can you please share where people can find you online?
3: Yeah, you can find me um, any, this is Alice, you can find me anywhere at Alice Meichi, that's A-L-I-C-E-M-E-I-C-H-I, and that's uh, me on Twitter and Instagram for now, um, otherwise I have all of my, most of my art that's on sale is at gallery 1988's page, so just like type in Alice Meichi and all, all my prints should show up.
1: Excellent. <laughs>
2: So on Twitter, I'm at Lock It Down, down. L-L-C-K-E-T-Down. Also, you can follow at Women in Comics on all the things at W-I-N-C-N-Y-C. I I also wanted to say that we are taking submissions for our very first Wink Magazine. Um, We're we are paying people, so get on the website so you can check out our submissions guidelines. We're taking full stories. We're taking poems. We're taking we're taking um, um, editorial, comics. We're taking a whole bunch of stuff. So definitely check that out.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you both for being here. Thank you for explaining to us exactly what mm. happened, what's going on, and how you all are moving forward. You know, definitely we'll continue to support Women in Comics International and the both of you and everything you're doing. And again, we just we just wish you the best and wish you love. And, and, and again, very sorry that this happened. You should not have to
2: go through this whatsoever. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely.
1: All right, fanfam, we'll be back in just a bit to give you more of For All Nerds.
0: I'm Professor Brandon Obunu.
1: This is Danny Lord. And this is Vida Ayala. My name's Genevieve King.
0: This is Peter Ramsey. This is Hiro Kangawa. This is Lexi Alexander. This is Atoisado. And you are listening to... I am listening to... I'm
3: listening to...
0: I like to listen to... I'm listening to...
3: I'm listening to... We are listening to... For All, For All Nerds. Nerds.
0: Do it.
1: Yo, as we said, we, that, that was a lot. That's a lot. But, you know, mm. we want to definitely thank Alice Michi as well as Regine Sawyer for coming through to explain to us everything that's happened with Women in Comics International. Uh, I'm, I'm beside myself, really. Like,
0: this is my I, first time hearing about it.
1: Like, you I know? heard about it, but I didn't realize the depths yeah. of, of the, the, the lows that yes. we can be in. But, but here we are. Um, I don't like that shit. I'm just gonna say it like that. I'm gonna leave it there. I don't like that shit.
0: I, I mean, I, I'll go further. I don't like that shit at all. I think that man <laughs> is trash. I think the whole style is chump. I think everything about him. I don't fuck with him as a record label. As a, <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a record label. Um, listen. Uh, I don't even know. How I'm to say this. I, I, I would. I would love to hear what kind of what kind of to the contrary point this one has, but I. I mean, that ain't see, the way that ain't the that, way.
0: That's not my, my thing is like this. Let me just be clear. Right. Like, even if you did found it, you know, even if you were involved with the convention, which they say you were and, you know, you own that and you can have that, that like they said you could. My thing is, dog, you're a man out here trying to run a women in comics convention. How does that look? I don't care if it was originally all your idea. Like I always say, like I was telling you during the break, if you are a dude out here in these industries and you don't have women by your side in prominent positions, I question you immediately because I know dudes and I know how we get down. And so it's like if you don't have somebody checking your dumb ass. Mm-hmm. Bloop.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> then, you
0: know, then we see what happens.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that.
0: Chris D'Elia.
1: <laughs> oh don't talk about him He got That one got That's another pro, one With problems
0: I love the articles Cause it's always his face And his face Is always looking surprised
1: <laughs> Cause they trying to play him I love I it know, I love that's it That's when you That's when you're supposed To play people but. I love it um, But it's time It's time for One of our Favorite segments
0: The guac Is Extra The, the guac the ass Is questions. extra any and all listener questions. All you have to do is hit us up on the Twitters, on the Instagrams at For All Nerds, and you can also hit us contact at forallnerds.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, whatever you got on your mind, don't matter if it's geek-related or not, as you will see, because we have a returning champion <laughs> to the guat tonight.
1: You were talking about that how, how you missed them you haven't heard I from
0: did. Her. You know what I mean? Like come on, man. <laughs> I love it. like Just yeah, y'all yeah, yeah, don't understand i am be getting aggravated all that, but I love all the listeners. You know, I love everybody who listens to the show. If, if it means if you take the time to actually listen to this, you know, it's yeah. and then if you take the time to actually engage with us, you know.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, it matters.
0: I, yeah, it matters. Because I remember when there was nothing, you know what I mean? So you it's remember, like but
1: no one was giving you time of day, right? Yeah,
0: so I try and be, you know, but sometimes, you know, I'm a human being at the same time. So it's like where fifty people hit me about one thing, you know, it's just cause cicada, not a locust. I'm like <laughs> bruh. <"Bleh." laughs>
1: All right, to the matter <laughs> at hand.
0: I don't care. It both we of are- them got ate by that rabbit.
1: <laughs> I'm out of hand. We're, we're it keeping it lightweight. We're keeping it lightweight this week with the person that you miss. This is Maze, longtime yes. listener and a supporter. So here goes Maze's guat question. They write, Yeah. Say my name and I'll be there. Is What?
0: <laughs> because okay. because he hadn't been here. So and we remember on the t- on the twitch we were talking about yo where's maze oh, you know okay okay, okay, okay and so okay, you know say go, my, go, my go, name go. and i'll be there boom God, you know come on all
1: right so he goes what's up fan <laughs> fam it's maze aka maze when <laughs> do i mean that's why, actually good why
0: did you use that why like, did a long you leave right you should have
1: left <laughs> with that like 3 years ago maze uh jesus uh major bane instead of major pain what is what are you coming good ones now he, yeah, he had to take good. a hiatus
0: <laughs> especially because i love major pain that shit is so terrible wow okay. so the good n-
1: the next one is black boy wonder <laughs>
0: <laughs> i had to think about it but
4: that's mm-hmm. not bad very, good. Either. <laughs>
1: very good uh slim stimmy okay i don't uh, get it yeah i don't know okay and yeah. two arm shabba the hut
0: <laughs> i've heard that before yes yeah, yeah it just makes me laugh but i've and heard this it. one
1: i actually really like beanie smeagol <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, i just been re-watching them shits too like i mean right now i'm right on what, lord of the rings yes right now i am on smeagol you know i'm on the two towers right now like
1: Maze, where were these A.K.A.'s? Yes. Like, every single... Like, this is the gold standard. This is the gold standard. This is high grade.
0: Yeah, that is fucking You was giving us comedy. mids for so
1: long. All right, well, may- maybe you needed the mids out of the way to get the gold. We get it. Yeah, Beanie Sneagle
0: right. is amazing. That's great.
1: I love that one. So, so yeah. the question goes, hope all is well. <laughs> I've had a crazy month and won't hold you with all the details. Just know I had to get a new car unexpectedly and that I may have a baby on the way.
0: What? Hopefully these did not, like, you know, intertwine these two incidents.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> you having to get a new car, you know. <laughs> I, hope, I hope whatever led to that was not you having to get, you know? Right. I but if, if you it. did, if it did, then you're living a good life, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey. So- hey.
1: So Mays no, may have a baby baby on the way. He continues to write. Me and my wife have been doing the in vitro process, and we'll know the sex of the baby next week. With that said, I want to throw my wife off her game with some baby name suggestions. Mm. She has a couple of mine, but I want to see how she responds to y'all suggestions. Peace and love, Maze.
0: Man, with all the AKAs you throw out, I want to know what y'all. Right. <laughs> well,
1: this is funny because we because I for for like a year I was yelling about how we have not been able to name another child. It's like uh, two years or so.
0: Someone else God. DM'd us too recently. And I don't know what happened to whoever that was. Just somebody oh, really? DM'd us and was like, yo, I'm going to send y'all something about naming my kid too. And they had like another question. And then I don't know. Their wife must have been like, nah, B. So, so,
1: so, so, w- what's some names we got for them? Mm. What's some names we got for them?
0: And mm. Now we, now we stuck with nothing, right? We
1: Right, now we stuck with nothing. Yeah. Um Xavier. Aurora.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Hey, Storm.
0: There you go. Monroe. Okay.
1: Monroe. Just in, just playing this Monroe by itself as a mm-hmm. first name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I'm trying to think of like names that could be either, either gender. Or mm. not non gender conforming either. So true, like. True. Because they don't know the sex of the baby. Sam. Sam <laughs> just straight up Sam. Samantha, That's true. you know, or Sam you know, either way,
0: you know, and then on your left. There you go.
1: On your left.
0: <laughs> you know, you Sam can on your left,
1: Maze.
0: <laughs> you know, Maze is all like, yes.
1: <laughs> um or even the names of like items, like items within the MCU that are important and out. Like I don't know I don't think you're gonna name your child Agatha or anything like that. No,
0: ooh, that's not a good look. That's like when people were naming their kids um Khaleesi or um uh, Khaleesi, oh I know yeah. a Khaleesi,
1: yeah. You you do? I do. A baby, yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> did, did she had it say the end, right? I, I- Oh. The
1: baby's <laughs> name is Khaleesi. Ooh. Um
0: Callie? You know. Callie. Yeah, that's what you gotta go with there.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you want to do a Khaleesi, <laughs> that, just do a the more, I guess the short version. Callie. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: I don't know. We're not we're not really super hot on a name right now, but I, I like what you came up with so far.
0: Yeah, I like Xavier Aurora, Munro. Um T'Challa is so no. No, I don't know that. Mm-mm. I like I Sam. I always like Sam. That's just always been a great name to me, too.
1: I think Sam is strong. Yep. I like Sam. Okay. So we're going to, we're probably going to give you some more because I know as soon as we stop recording, we're going to think of a bunch more. So we'll send it to you uh personally Mays. but maybe everyone listening has some ideas if you have mm-hmm. some ideas of baby names for Mays or maybe one of your upcoming kids or whatever the case may be hit us up and if you have any questions for us in general hit us up contact at 40 allnerdscom if you want a little bit of privacy or you want to just email us that's what you like otherwise you can hit us up on our socials at 40 nerds is where we at when it comes to IG and Twitter and even Facebook and as we said before, love, love, love to the Patreon fan fam. If you are on the Patreon, you also get pretty much a guaranteed guac question. That's patreon.com dot slash for all nerds. Send us a message at any point, and we will log your question.
0: Hmm. And I think that is about it tonight, mm-hmm. folks. It has been one hell of an episode, as always. Thank yeah. you for joining us here. Thank you for Regine and for. I don't want to miss butcher their name. I've been on a streak of not butchering names, so I'll just let you handle it.
1: Oh, so you're trying to say the names. Regine yes. Sawyer yes, and Alice you. May Chilin.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you to both of y'all Chilin. for joining us tonight and for, you know, dropping the knowledge in the game because, you know, they out here looking real. You know, it,
1: it's, Ben, I, ben, I got to say what you be saying. Men are trash Fat bros, <laughs> and